You're listening to Weekly Devotions with Pastor James, a podcast devoted to helping you with your walk with Jesus. We do this by looking at the scriptures through devotions and messages every week. For more information, you can find us at gardeningthewell.com and would love for you to connect with us over there. Uh, You can visit our blog, you can visit our bookstore, and you can connect with us and shoot us some feedback. Send us questions, maybe something you'd like to hear an episode on. And with that said, uh, let's jump into it today. Welcome back to this week's episode of Weekly Devotions with Pastor James. So glad to have you here with us. Pray that you are doing well. I really hope things are going good for you. And uh, today I want to talk to you about something that we have to be really intentional with. And it is actually a fight for us to do. And uh, it's very important that we do this and have this fight in our lives because it's actually that's something that Jesus prays for us about that I'll actually show you in just a moment. But with that, and before we get into that, I want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, over the last couple days before this recording, uh, our channel hit the 5,000 download uh, number. And uh, I got to be honest with you, when I did, I uh, started doing this podcast uh, a few years back, and I, I missed a lot of time. Life happened, uh, and so I went months for a while without doing uh, the podcast just because of life, and I wasn't sure if I was going to continue to do the podcast, and uh, it gets awfully discouraging uh, when, you, when you don't see numbers the way you thought you would and things along those lines and life happening, um, but... I do want to say thank you because over the last couple of days we hit that 5,000 download mark and it was a number that I never really thought. I never really thought I'd get to episode 100, which we uh, celebrated a couple months back, uh, but 5,000 downloads I never thought that we would get to either. And so I just wanted to say thank you to all those who listen, all of you that download um, this podcast and uh, hope that it is a blessing to you. And if it has been a blessing to you, if it has been an encouragement or uh, you've learned something from it, uh, would you mind letting us know? Uh, you could send us an email at guardingthewell at gmail.com, uh, and we would love to hear from you. You could leave us a comment there on Podbean if you're listening, uh, and just like uh, the episode, share it with somebody else. Uh, that would be a great blessing. or Help us hit 10,000 downloads, hopefully faster than 5,000. And so with that said, the question of the day is, what do we have to fight for? Well, uh, we have a lot of things to fight for as Christians, but there is something that Jesus actually prays for us to do. Uh, doing my Bible study group uh, last night, we're, we're still going through the book of 2 Samuel, and if you've been joining us over the last couple uh, months, you, you've probably been noticing, and I've shared with you that uh, some of my devotionals that I've been sharing with you on here have come from my Bible studies that I've been doing with my, uh, my Bible study group here at the church that I pastor, and uh we were talking about um, something that was taking place towards the end of Second Samuel last night, and I, I just wanted to share it with you. And I'm not going to get into what was taking place in Second Samuel because um, it, it would take a while to set up, but it ultimately comes down to division. Uh, there was a fickleness, and it actually caused the nation of Israel to divide a little bit. And we were talking about fickleness and we we're talking about division. And what I told uh, my Bible study group and what I want to share with you today is this, that Jesus does not want you divided within the body of Christ. 
meaning within the church, within the local church, within the global body of Christ, he doesn't want us divided. He doesn't want that disunity that is there uh, too often uh, because he wants us to be united. And one of the things I shared with my Bible study group, and it's something I want to share with you right now, it comes from John chapter 17, and then we're going to jump to Ephesians chapter 4. But in John chapter 17, uh, it is Jesus praying, and, and it is the one area in Scripture where we're able to see the prayer of Jesus. We're able to hear the prayer of Jesus. It's kind of like eavesdropping on his prayer time with the Father, and he actually prays for you, that if you're in Christ, Jesus actually prays for you. And So I'm going to read to you John chapter 17, and I'm going to read to you verses 20 to 23. And what Jesus says, and this is him praying, he says this, because my prayer is not for them alone, referring to the immediate disciples that were there with Jesus in, in that day and age. He goes, so I'm not just praying for them. He goes, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. And if we pause there and go, well, who believes in Jesus through the message of the apostles? Well, if we follow the line, that would be you and I today that over the course of a, what, 2,000 years thereabouts, that the message that the apostles started sharing of Jesus went to others, and that went to others, and that went to others. And so Jesus is literally praying for you and I. He's praying for you. And so the question then becomes, well, what is Jesus praying for? Well, he goes, that all of them may be one, O-N-E. He was one, that we would be one. He was, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Because I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity to let the world know that you sent me and have loved them, even have you loved me. And so what Jesus prays for, and I, I would really encourage you to think on this and, and meditate on this. What Jesus is praying for, for you and I there, is that we would be one, that our unity at the body of Christ would be so, so close that it would mirror the oneness, the unity that Jesus has with the Father. Think about that. That's what Jesus wants for his church that we would be so united that it would mirror the unity of the Father and of the Son within the Trinity. And the reason Jesus wants that unity, as he says here, so that the, the world would know that the Father sent the Son. And if we think about that, what Jesus is saying there is this, that our unity as the body of Christ reveals and shows, gives weight to the fact that the Father sent the Son. And so the other end of the coin is true, that our disunity, that our fighting and our arguing and that us looking for ourselves and uh, living for ourselves and not for each other and not for Christ actually harms the body of Christ. It actually keeps people from Jesus. Well, think about it. How, if you were not a Christian, how would you feel walking into your church this Sunday? Would the relationships and the unity within that church this Sunday cause you to go, you know what, there's something different here. Maybe Jesus is real. 
Would the unity of your church draw you closer to Jesus or would it push you farther away? Because that's what happens within the church. The disunity of the church actually pushes people away from Christ. I'm reminded of the story of Gandhi. You know, I read once that Gandhi, you know, thought highly of Jesus so much that he actually went to church one day, one Sunday and the people in the church were not very nice to him at all. And Gandhi left the church going, you know what? I admire and respect Jesus, but if his followers are like that, I don't want anything to do with them. So think about it. The followers of Jesus, who should be mirroring Christ, reacted and lived in such a way that caused Gandhi to reject claims of Christianity. Now, I know there's a lot of theological implications in there that we can go theological, but if we just go practical, you know, he didn't want anything to do with Jesus because of the people, the followers of Jesus. And we do that. And so Jesus wants you and I, his whole body, the the church, to be united. And one of the things we have to realize this, and this is why we go jump to Ephesians chapter 4, because in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 3, Paul says this, Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. And what Paul is saying there is this. He goes, you know what? In Christ, the Holy Spirit has united the body together. Uh, Paul says earlier in the book of Ephesians that in Christ, Jesus has reconciled us not just to the Father, but to each other. And so because we have this reconciliation, that because we're united in Christ, Paul goes, you need to make every effort to keep that unity. What does it mean to make every effort? It means to fight for. It means to struggle to keep that unity. Are you doing that? Are you fighting to keep the unity within your church? Are you fighting to keep the unity of Christ in your family? How do we fight for that? Well, one of the big things is we overlook differences. Now, I'm not saying we overlook sin. You know, sin is going to cause division. Sin is going to cause death. And so when there's there's sin and there's heretical teaching, that needs to be called out. That needs to be dealt with. I'm What I'm saying is overlooking difference of opinions. You know, um, you know, Republicans and Democrats, Red Sox fans, Yankee fans. Um, you know, in my church, I, I have a running joke with a couple people because I don't like coffee. Uh, I like tea, and so other people love their coffee. And so we have a running joke of like tea being better than coffee, which it actually is. But we all have our difference of opinions. Some people in the church, they don't like listening to Christmas music in October. Some people do. Uh, some people are like, you put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving? Yes, yes, we do. I'm actually one of them. And other people are like, you can't do that until after Thanksgiving. And so there's all these differing of opinions. And what unites us, no matter who we are or where we're from, is Jesus. And what Jesus is calling us to is to overlook those differences, not sin. We have to call sin out and deal with it properly, biblically. But to overlook the differences in our lives that would normally separate us. Like if you put a bunch of Republicans and Democrats in a room without Christ, are they going to be united on much? Not really. But if you do that and you put a bunch of Republicans and Democrats in a room, 
that are believers in Jesus Christ, they're united in Christ by the blood of Christ, and their aim should be to glorify Christ. And this is why one of the things in uh, the church membership class for uh, my church, we talk about being a united um, church member, that we seek the unity of the church for the glory of Christ, which means we don't seek what we want and how we want things. We seek things for the glory of Jesus, first and foremost, that it's not about us. And what happens is when we seek our own good and our own wants and our own desires within the body of Christ, this unity comes. And so we have to be fighting for unity in the church. We have to be intentional about it. We have to go to church um, or a Bible study or a community group or whatever the case may be, going, you know what, I have to be intentional. I can't, uh, if I hear something that I normally would disagree about and kind of not argue, but, but spend some time debating on and go, if I hear something like that, you know what, I'm not even going to chase that rabbit trail because that could foster some disunity in the church. And I don't want that. I want, I want Christ to be glorified. It's not about me. And so I'm going to overlook those differences and be united in Christ. And I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, I'm on a board. Uh, and I'm on a, I'm, a, I'm on a lot of different boards that oversee a lot of different ministries. And um, one of the meetings that I was having, somebody posed the question of, hey, we have all these different people that are coming into the church and being a part of the church. And, and they're immigrants. They're from different parts of the world, but they've come to America for different reasons. And a lot of them diff- speak a different language. And they posed the question, what is the rest of the church, what is the rest of the denomination going to do when these people are up for uh, positions on boards and things along those lines, and, and they do things differently, they, they talk differently? And my answer to them was simply this. I go, well, we, we unite at the cross, that our main goal is to glorify Jesus Christ. And if that means we have to do things differently, if that means we have to overlook differences, then that's what we need to do because our aim is to be united in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. And we have to fight to keep that unity. And so I'm going to ask you a question. Are you fighting for the unity of the body of Christ? Are you being intentional about it? Or are you just letting things get in the way? Because when we don't fight for the unity of the church, if we don't fight for the unity of the body of Christ, then this unity is going to be the natural byproduct. And that dishonors the Lord and it actually keeps people from Jesus. So I would encourage you to look into your life, your walk with the Lord, and maybe even your church and ask the question, are we being divided on differencing of opinions that is harming our church, harming our walk with the Lord? Or are we fighting for unity within the body of Christ to glorify the Lord and show Him before we show ourselves? And hopefully that gives you something to think about today. And I pray that that's a blessing. And uh, hopefully you and I will do better at being unified in the Lord 
and overlooking those differences that normally would tear us apart. So we pray that's a blessing for you, and uh, we pray that you have a great day today, and hopefully you'll check us out over at uh, guardingthewell.com and shoot us an email, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, and uh, you take care.